hello and welcome to episode 12. This is the Hello It's Me, I am K Nicole podcast and I am your host K Nicole. So let's go ahead and jump into our recap. So last week I had my friend Alfred Nomad here and we talked about self-care, mental health and his everything will be all right initiative. So if you haven't seen or watched that episode, oh, if you haven't seen or heard that episode is what I'm trying to say, (laughs) make sure you check it out. Also, you might notice a little something different about my appearance if you're tuned in on YouTube. I'm in the process of dyeing my hair, you guys, dyeing it purple. Um, so this is like the first step to the process. This was the first time that I actually bleached my entire head. <laughs> and it was definitely a very spontaneous, very spur of the moment type of thing. I haven't done anything like this in a while. And it honestly made me so excited and so happy. And I'm obsessed with it. Um, I got on Instagram live last night and you guys told me that you loved it. I actually really do like it. Um, And this isn't even the finished product. Like me and my mom are still going to, you know, go in and lighten it one more time and color it one more time just to like get the perfect color because this was like truly an experiment. Okay. Um, I filmed the whole craziness behind the scenes of me doing this. So make sure you stay tuned for that video. But yeah, I cut all my hair off because it was grown out a little bit and I colored it. So We're going to see where this journey goes. I feel like I'm about to start playing around with a lot of different colors. And I am blaming Raven Elise for this because once she cut her hair and dyed it, I was just like, oh my God, like I have always wanted to dye my hair, but I've been so scared to do it. And I knew that I would have to have it really low in order to dye it. So I just went for it. Like if you've been wanting to do something, just go for it. Like life is too short. Okay. Just go for it. Do something new. Switch it up. Hair will grow back. Okay. So I just cut it off. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the super, super low cut on me. Um, I'm thinking about keeping my hair this short. So like I said, we'll just see where the journey goes. Um, In the last episode, while we were filming, we were still in a full presidential election, you guys. And I was just like saying, like, I hope you guys are taking care of yourselves mentally and staying safe because there was a lot of people out during that time. There was protests happening and everything. So I just wanted to, you know, make sure you guys are staying safe. Make sure you guys are taking care of yourselves. But by the time I actually posted the episode, we had a whole new president. And a whole new vice president. So I definitely had to speak on that today. Um, I know that me and a lot of other people were kind of like on the edge of our seats because in my opinion, that race was way too close. Okay, it was way too close. It was super stressful to watch. Um, And I was having a hard time just staying focused because me and my mom were like working on orders and stuff. And we had the news playing in the background. And I just had a lot of work that needed to get done. I had business consulting calls and it was just a lot. I was really struggling just trying to keep up with the election and trying to still be productive because those kinds of things can just get super draining, like especially the fact that it kind of was so long and drawn out. But I am so happy with the results from this election. Election. I'm just happy that we have a new president and a new vice president, the first black vice president and the first female vice president. Um, I promise you guys, representation is everything. Like, just like a lot of y'all reach out to me and tell me that I inspired you to start your business. You seen me. And that made you want to start a business. So it's the same concept. Like y'all see me doing things. So y'all know that you can do it too. And when in life could I ever wake up and say, oh, I can be the vice president of this country, like a country that has just been ruled by men for centuries, white men at that. Um, A country that doesn't even have my best interests at most times. And, you know, it's just 
it just could never happen. Like this was so monumental. So until today, I could not have woken up saying that I could be the vice president. But I just think that this was just a moment in history. Um, and I know that there's just so much work that still needs to be done, but this is definitely a step in the right direction, like a first step in the right direction. So we're finally seeing progress and I'm just really happy with that. So cheers, cheers to that. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's all I really wanted to say about that. But as you guys know, I celebrated my first year in business recently and I launched my first eyeshadow palette, the Cloud9 palette. Um, and I also relaunched my Hello It's Me collection. The collection is called Hello It's Me Again. And I have all of your favorites in my new fat wand tubes. I also revamped three of the colors for you guys. So you definitely, definitely have to check those out. And they are all on sale for $1 until they sell out. So Make sure you are picking up everything that you need. A lot of you guys have already taken advantage of this sale. I have been packing up these $1 glosses all week. I love you guys so much. Um, I also restocked on all of my lashes in my new lash boxes, which is really fun. And now my Black Friday sale for my personal products is live. So most of the products on my website right now are $2 or less when it comes to glosses, when it comes to body oils, when it comes to any, any lip products that I have up there, $2 or less. Um, the lip liners are $5. So those are like the only thing that is still up there in price. Um, but this is the perfect time to just stock up on all of your favorites, or even if you've been eyeing some products and you want to try them for the first time, it's the perfect time to do that while they are this affordable. And what else is going on? I want to let you all know that I have a huge, huge, huge announcement for Smudge coming up this week. Um, you'll probably see it first on Instagram and then you'll hear more in depth about it in next week's podcast episode and in my upcoming YouTube videos. But I just want to let you guys know that I did something big and I'm going to be talking about it this week coming up. So I wanted to tell y'all so that y'all could have something to look forward to. If you haven't seen it already, I released the trailer to my docu-series, um, and then there was Smudge, and I also released the first three episodes as well. So this series is just going to show you where it all started for Smudge a year ago, and it has been so amazing to just walk down memory lane and even remind myself of some of those moments because I was filming so much, and there were so many small things that I even forgot about um, and didn't realize. So it's just really exciting to be working on this series and sharing it with you guys. Guys. I also have my 20k giveaway going on right now so if you haven't seen that video on my youtube channel or the post on my instagram make sure you guys go ahead and check that out we are so close to 20k I am beyond excited like I am just thrilled right now so make sure you check that out make sure you enter the giveaway especially if you have a lip gloss business that giveaway is going to be very helpful to those winners so go ahead and check that out if you are watching this on YouTube, make sure to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. Uh, make sure you follow me on all of the podcast platforms and leave me a, a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you guys are shopping Crochet by K. It is available. Stock up on your shags and your sweaters. Keep me busy, okay? As if I'm not already busy enough, I want to be more busy. Keep me busy. Um, and lastly, you guys, I want to give a huge shout out to the Banger brand for my custom press-on nails that I'm wearing today. If you're watching me on YouTube right now, then you can kind of see I got a little bling going on today. But um, she sent over these as a one-year anniversary gift for me, and I am so, so, so grateful. Like the fact that you took the time out to customize something for me 
like you created a custom set for me. I was so shook when I unboxed these, you guys. I love them. They have my logo on them. They're my favorite colors. They have rhinestones. Like everything that I like is on these nails. So it just warms my heart when you guys actually like pay attention to what I'm saying and pay attention to the things that I really like. I just find that so crazy and it makes me so happy. So I will have her linked down below. A shout out to anyone that has participated in my small business promo series. I love y'all so much. Um, if you haven't seen that series on my YouTube channel, make sure you go ahead and check it out. You guys can send in your packages at any time and I just unbox them and try them out on camera and show them to my subscribers on YouTube. If you want to send anything in, I always have my PO box listed. So yeah, you guys just check me out. Check me out on all of my social media platforms. There's a lot of stuff going on, but that is it for the recap today. So we are going to get right into the topic. So today's topic is how to stay motivated and how to use social media to your advantage, whether that be for your business or if you are a content creator or both like me, because I am a content creator. I do have a business. I have two businesses. So I have Instagram accounts that I'm using for different reasons and for different purposes. So let's just sit back and relax today. Hopefully you are ready to hang out with me and jot down a few notes and we're just going to get right into it. Um, we're going to talk mainly about Instagram when it comes to the social media, but we're going to start about, we're going to start talking about um, how to stay motivated. So I'm just going to keep it 100% with y'all. If you are having issues, like if you're really struggling when it comes to staying motivated with your business, I think that you need to do a little bit of self-reflection because when you're really passionate about something and you're just naturally, you know, you're just naturally eager and excited to do things, or at least I am, you know, like I am just always excited to get work done. I'm always excited to get orders out. I always get excited to see more and more people utilizing my products. So even through the bad times, like those are the kind of things that really keep me going and I'm just naturally excited about it. So if you don't feel like that or if every time just feels like a tough time for you and you just feel like you don't even want to keep going, you don't know how to keep going, I just feel like is this even what you're meant to be doing? Like, is this what you really love to do? Um, I know that things can get tough, but if you've ever felt like giving up on something immediately, like right away, in my opinion, that just might not be what you're really passionate about. Maybe you need to think more about what you really like to do. Um, when it comes to me and my business, you know, this is my dream. Like I've been wanting to do this since I was a child. So I'm doing exactly what I want to be doing and what I love doing. So naturally I'm just motivating myself because I have high expectations for myself and for my business and I have goals that I'm trying to reach and I have deadlines. So, you know, every day I have something that needs to be done. So I'm really just like keeping myself going every single day. Um, and now, you know, I have a support system that's growing by the day, like on social media. I have different social media platforms. They're all growing by the day. So y'all are the ones that really motivate me. Y'all are waiting for me to show up and I am not going to let y'all down, you know? So even on my worst days where I'm just not feeling it, or maybe it's that time of the month and I just don't feel well, I don't want to be bothered. I don't feel like talking to people, or maybe it's just one of those days where nothing goes right. You know, those days, like we all have those days. I still try to hype myself up to power through and get things done because I know that y'all are waiting for me, whether that be 
Y'all are waiting for me to post a video. Y'all are waiting for me to ship your order. <laughs> like whatever it may be, I have people that are waiting for me, people that are waiting for me to show up. Um, so even if you don't have a huge following, just think about it. Like what is the purpose and the goal of your business? If you're selling products, then ultimately, you know, those products are going to benefit someone else. So you want people to buy these products because they're going to add value to somebody else's life. Um, so even if you don't have any sales yet, that is the ultimate goal. So you need to be motivating yourself to keep going so that you can eventually gain those potential customers out there so that you can add value to their lives. Like that is what business is. People are selling products in order to help other people in their daily lives. Um, so yeah, if you're having issues with staying motivated, I would highly recommend to get a journal get a cute journal, get something that inspires you and write all of your goals down. Set goals that are realistic, okay? And achievable and then set deadlines for them, realistic deadlines for them at that. Um, sometimes you have to give yourself something to work towards, some something to be excited about, you know, in order to keep yourself going. And that's totally fine because I'm like that too. Um, but yeah, in general, you know, the things that you're doing for your business, it should naturally make you feel excited. It should make you feel happy. Like obviously there's going to be things that you like doing better than others when it comes to your business. Like I like when orders are fully done and I'm packaging them up and sealing them up and shipping them out. But that doesn't mean that I'm just miserable. Like when it comes to actually making the products, I just have things that I, I have more fun doing than others. But overall, you should be excited about what you are doing. Um, I have been wanting to have my own business for my whole life, basically, like I said, earlier. So what I was not motivated about <laughs> was getting up and going to work at my corporate job every single day and sitting in front of a computer for hours and answering the phone and trying to help customers and doing all this stuff. Like I knew that was part of the process. So that's why I stuck it out. But that even just made me realize even more like I want to be running my own business. Like this is not what I want to do. Um, but y'all see, I got my butt up and I went to work, even though it was tough. But whenever I had a few minutes of downtime at work, even on my lunch break, I was writing notes. I had new ideas for products and new collections and new crochet pieces and new marketing tactics and all kind of stuff. I was just writing that stuff down. Like I would bring my journal to work with me so that when I had a second, I could be tapping into what I was actually doing. Um, so yeah, I put myself in that situation that I really didn't want to be in, which was working a corporate job, but I knew that that was going to be a stepping stone to get me to where I am today. And that motivated me even more to push harder so that I could get to the point where I could sustain my life just from my businesses so that I didn't have to work for anybody else. So in general, I know that it gets hard sometimes when you're running a business. It's not always peaches and cream, and sometimes it can get really frustrating. But you have to first be passionate and actually want to do whatever it is that you're doing. And then you have to realize that it's not going to be easy. Um, I always say this, but let me just go ahead and say it again. Businesses were not made to run off of one person or off of a few people. Being an entrepreneur is not for the weak, okay? <laughs> it's not for people that are weak-minded or weak in general. Like, seriously, you have to be self-disciplined. You have to be good at staying organized and multitasking. You have to be able to handle a million different things coming at you without getting overwhelmed or having a meltdown because you have to power through and get things done. Um, you have to be comfortable with putting yourself out there and being ready to to receive feedback, whether that be good or bad feedback, because people are going to provide it. So that is just what it is. Um, on a daily basis, you know, I have a to-do list. And when you make a list, 
of things that need to get done. It's really about your mindset. It's really about how you are perceiving things um, because you can't look at your to-do list as a list of tasks that you have to do, like a list of chores. You know, that just sounds like a lot of work, right? So think about your to-do list as a list of goals for that day. These are all things that I want to accomplish for me and my business today. That's how you have to look at it because it's going to challenge you. It's going to motivate you. You're going to feel more inspired um, and you're going to be happier with a list of goals rather than a list of chores because nobody wants to be doing chores. We are, we grown, you know, well, most of us is grown. Even if you're not grown, when you were younger, you didn't like doing your chores. So we don't want a list of chores. Um, I create these lists each and every day, even if it's just a little small things like posting on social media, because that's something that I do every day, but that is a goal that I have every single day post. So I write that down because I've said this in plenty of videos before, write everything down because once you start to get busy and you're starting to think about a million different things, your brain is not going to be able to remember everything, right? So I write it down so one, I can remember because I will get wrapped up and not post. I will get wrapped up in orders, wrapped up in whatever, and then look at the clock and it's 10 p.m. And I'm like, okay, well, it's kind of too late for me to post now. So I write it down. Um, it's just easier that way. As a goal, I can check it off and I can also remember to do it. A lot of things in business have to do with your mindset. And that's something that you have to learn and work on personally in order to really just change your perspective on things when it comes to business. Um, and a lot of things in business as an entrepreneur rely on you. So you are the one that's keeping this all going. So what are some things that you can do to keep yourself motivated every single day to keep going. Like these are just some of my personal things that I like to do, but I know that what works for me might not work for you. So maybe if there's something else that you think you could do in your day-to-day -day routine that'll help you to stay motivated, then try that out and see how it goes. Like I said earlier, I feel like you should just naturally be motivated to run your business because it's something that you started and it's something that you created. And nobody asked you to start this business. So, I mean, it definitely had to be something that you wanted to do, right? Like, we didn't ask you to do it. Now you're asking us, like, how do you keep going? How do you keep pushing? Like, I mean, you got to want to actually push through those hard times because it's not going to be good all the time. Um, another thing is, I think that a lot of y'all out there just have unrealistic expectations sometimes. Like, if you don't have a huge following or if you're not already known on the internet, then why do y'all have the expectation that you're going to make a ton of sales on the first day? Like, who said that that was a thing? <laughs> and these are the times that y'all call tough. Like, girl, what? You just started. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is only the beginning. Times have not even really gotten tough yet. Um, people are asking me how should they stay motivated to keep going because they just launched and they didn't get any sales yet. And I'm sitting here looking at them like, what? Like, you just launched and you're already ready to give up because you didn't get any sales? Girl. <laughs> but I just think that there is a delicate balance between having realistic expectations and then manifesting what you want in life. So for example, you could say the launch of my business is going to go great. Like launch day will be amazing versus saying something like I'm going to sell out on launch day or we're going to get so many sales on launch day because what, you know, first of all, manifesting things is speaking it out there, yes, but it's also putting in the work. So a lot of y'all are not even really putting in the work on the level that you should be. And that's just me keeping it real. Like y'all are not really putting in the work that y'all need to be putting in. So I would rather you set 
realistic goals and try to manifest that instead of thinking that y'all are just going to get so many sales on the first day and then you're let down when that doesn't happen. It's going to be impossible to keep yourself motivated to keep going if you have unrealistic goals and expectations because you're going to continue to let yourself down and then you're just going to be frustrated. It's just going to be like a never ending cycle. So to wrap this all up, you should be your number one motivator first because I I am the one really that pushes myself to these extremes. Like nobody told me that I have to be running two businesses and a YouTube channel and doing a podcast and being over here and being over there. Like nobody said that I had to do all of that stuff. So I really am the number one person that's motivating myself. I'm eager. I want to do all these things. I want to inspire others. I want to have businesses and run successful businesses and a YouTube channel. So you have to keep yourself motivated first. You have to figure out what that looks like for you before you can keep going. Um, and then you should just, you know, you should just want to keep going. You should have long-term goals for your business. You should want to reach those goals. Like you're not going to reach those goals unless you work for them consistently. And sometimes it's not going to happen overnight. Um, and if it helps you, like I said, write down your goals for every single day, cross them off. Once you achieve them, Make sure your goals are realistic and achievable so that you can actually reach them. This is going to help your mental health as well because you're not going to be driving yourself crazy when you're not doing the things that you want to do because you're not giving yourself enough time to do it or you don't have the resources to do it or whatever the case may be. I used to set unrealistic goals for myself. Like I would literally try to do like 30 orders in one day and that just sounds ridiculous. Like there's only so many hours in a day. So when I didn't get those 30, 30 orders done, I would have an attitude. I would be feeling so defeated, like so frustrated. And that is just not healthy for your mental. Like it's just not. So now I have more of a realistic goal. Maybe I'll do 10 orders in one day. And that just depends on what the orders even look like. Because if 10 people ordered 500 tubes, I might not be able to get 10 orders done in one day. So Set realistic goals, make sure that they're actually achievable, that you can actually reach them in the time frame that you give yourself. Continue to work on changing your mindset and your perspective on things when it comes to your business. This is just going to be so important because the way that you see things and the way that you think about things is so crucial when you're in business. So I hope that little talk about staying motivated could help some of you out there. I kind of get this question a lot and it's really hard for me to answer sometimes because I just, like I said, I keep myself going most of the time. I do have bad days and that's just because, like I said, I might be not feeling too hot or just want to rest because I'm spread thin, but ultimately I'm keeping myself going at the end of the day. But anyway, let's chat a little bit about social media and how to use it to your advantage. Um, we're going to focus on Instagram today, like I said, because I just feel like that's the most universal platform and that's the most used platform right now. So we're just going to talk a little bit about some tips and tricks, some stuff that I've been doing and also just like the process of even posting on social media. So First, let me just point this out, even though you probably already know this, but I feel like I have to say it. Social media is a free platform that you can utilize to sell your products, a free platform for you to sell your products. Okay. So why are some of y'all not taking full advantage of social media? Y'all want sales, but then y'all are not even really promoting. So the first thing that you need to do when it comes to social media is plan out your content. Okay. Really sit down and think about what you want your Instagram to look like as far as the layout and everything, because that will help you plan out your content. For example, 
I post in threes on my Instagram page. So that ultimately helps me plan out my content. I know that for a lot of my products and a lot of my posts, I like to post a video, picture, and then boomerang. So I already know that I need to take a video, picture, and boomerang of everything that I made today. Like if I'm working on orders and I finish a bunch of orders, I need to go in and take pictures, videos, boomerangs of all of that stuff. Me posting in threes also helps to ensure that I'm posting consistently. So there's not going to be a day that I don't post three times in that day if I'm going to post that day. Because some days I don't post, which is honestly unacceptable. But sometimes I get so wrapped up. Like I said, it's 10 p.m. I can't post now. I forgot to post. I forgot to set my alarm or whatever the case may be. But everything in my page, everything on my page will be in threes. So your page does not have to be in threes. You can post however you want to, but you need to be consistent. Um, a lot of y'all ask questions about stuff like this, but y'all don't post. Y'all do not post. <laughs> I'll look at your Instagram and see a new post every three days. Or even if you post once a day, that's still not enough content if you're trying to grow your business. Y'all make up excuses like, I don't have any content to post or I don't have any orders. So what do I post? Like, Stop making excuses, okay? Stop being lazy and just do it. I don't know who needed to hear that, but you're welcome. That is why step one is to plan your content. You do not have to have orders to post on Instagram. You are trying to utilize Instagram to help you get orders. So why would you have orders if you haven't even posted? Does that make sense? <laughs> Prior to launching your business, in my mind, you should already have content planned out. Like you should have a list of things that you want to do with your content. And then once you're in business, planning content is something that you need to be doing regularly. I'm a content creator, so I kind of do this stuff by nature, but you have to do it. When you have a business, you just have to do it. You're an entrepreneur, okay? And guess what? That means that you wear all the hats. So in a regular business, there are teams for production, there's teams for shipping, there's teams for content creation, social media, sales, marketing, customer service, etc. But since you're an entrepreneur, you have to think about all that stuff yourself. You have to run all of that stuff yourself. So plan out the content and then create the content. Another excuse that I always hear, I only have an iPhone and I don't have any backdrops or any lighting or anything. Stop making excuses, okay? You have to work with what you have. iPhone quality is honestly decent quality, especially if you have a newer iPhone. The iPhone 11 quality is crazy. Backdrops, I literally flip back and forth between using printer paper, yes, printer paper, white printer paper that I already have, that you should already have if you run a business printing invoices or printing whatever. You should have a printer. <laughs> you should have printer paper somewhere. If you don't have it, it's very inexpensive to purchase. Um, and construction paper. I use construction paper for the backgrounds of my pictures um, for my product shots as well. This is all stuff that will cost you like less than $10. Like it's just regular paper. So you can easily go to Walmart and pick up some paper. Lighting, you can use natural sunlight to your advantage, okay? So there are honestly no excuses. Like I used a bed sheet, a mirror from my makeup area and sunflowers from my room and I took my essential oils outside, okay? And I made a set on the sidewalk in front of my parents' house. Like I took those pictures with my iPhone and to this day, that is still like my favorite product shoot that I have ever done. Like those pictures came out so beautiful and I was just using the natural sunlight and a filter on my iPhone. 
creating content is not hard. You just have to plan it out and you have to have some ideas to work with. Like there's so many businesses out there. So how are you going to make your photos stand out from others? You need to make sure that your content is easy to understand as well, because listen, the photos need to be clear and in focus without a ton of other stuff going on in the background. Your photos are going to be what sells your product. So would you please tell me, would you buy a product from someone else if you couldn't even fully see that product in the picture? Like, would you really spend money on that? I don't think so. Cause I wouldn't <laughs> y'all really need to slow down and take your time when it comes to making sure that everything is correct and looks right. When you're taking your pictures and your videos, like I know that I'm a perfectionist and I know that I am a content creator as well. So I kind of have an eye for stuff like that. But I just feel like even the average person on social media, like if you're just trying to take pictures of you or take pictures of a product or whatever the case may be, you're not going to post a, a photo where the product is out of focus. Like you're not going to post it where it's hanging out the frame. You're not going to post it where it's blurry because you moved or whatever. Like I'm just saying. I'm just saying, okay, that's just not what's going to happen. Um, so just make sure you're taking your time with that stuff. Like that is the stuff that people are looking at. That is what is going to sell your product. It's important. You got to take your time with it. Make sure it looks good. Another tip is to use your product. You guys, I have learned that y'all like to see me. You see me. <laughs> y'all like to see my face and y'all like to see how I use my own products in my daily life. So I highly recommend posting content that has you in it sometimes, especially if you're the face of your business like I am. This is just something that I've been working on a lot lately because I want to be producing the kind of content that you guys want to see. And I understand that it's hard to shop cosmetics brands online because you just really don't know what it looks like in person. And a lot of the times the swatches are on my arms or whatever. So y'all want to actually see these products in action. So I'm working on more content, including me, my best friend Zareya, or even just customers in general, like people that gen genuinely support me that are using the products and sending me stuff. I'm going to start posting that stuff as well. All right. So when you're planning the content, when you're planning it and creating it, sometimes it's easier to do it in bulk because you need to be posting consistently. Like there shouldn't be a day where you're like, wow, what do I post today? Or dang, I only have one thing to post today. Like that's not enough. So you need to do whatever works for you, whether that be sitting down to plan content for the week or even for the whole month if you need to, and then execute, like create the content, whether that be, okay, I'm creating this week's content on this day, or maybe two days out of the week, you're creating content or however you have to set it up. But you need to be posting every single day and multiple times a day. If you are trying to be, if you're trying to grow your business, like if you're trying to grow, if you're trying to be relevant, if you're trying to stay, stay up with the trends, you got to keep posting. Um, and that leads me into my next step. Post consistently, consistently, consistency is key. Okay. <laughs> when you are trying to grow, a business, you need to be posting at least three times a day, every day. And there's no way around it. Like I need you to stop looking at the numbers so much in the beginning, stop being so wrapped up in how many followers you gain each day and how many likes you're getting on each photo, because this should not be your number one focus at the beginning. You need to be posting consistently. You need to be posting quality content and you need to be giving people a sense of what your brand is about. Um, so that way, 
in the future, they can give you feedback like, hey, I really like this kind of post that you did. And can you do more of these kind of posts like that? Because I really enjoyed that. If you're looking at the numbers too closely in the beginning, it's just not going to be good for you. It's really going to discourage you. It's really going to just get in the way. I don't care how many followers you have and I don't care how many likes you're getting on your photos. You need to keep posting. Okay. I'm at a point where I honestly don't care how many likes I'm getting. Like, it's not going to stop me from posting. I understand now that Instagram's algorithm is super crazy. So some people are going to see certain posts and not others. And naturally, some posts are going to have more likes and more engagement. And that's totally fine. When I post in threes, sometimes all three of those posts do not pop up on every single one of my followers' timelines. So if you aren't actually like searching my page and scrolling through and engaging with all of my content, I understand that you might not see everything. You might not see all of my posts. So you need to understand that as well. Um, just know like everybody is not going to see every single post. So even if you only get 10 likes, even if you only get four likes, I really don't care. You got to get that content out there. Get it out there. It doesn't matter. Like you just got to keep posting. You're building a brand. It's okay. More people are eventually going to see it. Um, the next step to posting consistently is that you need to be utilizing the maximum amount of hashtags on every single post. I don't care what the post is. I don't care if it's a picture. I don't care if it's a video. I don't care what it is. We need to be using the maximum 30 hashtags on a feed post, okay? Every single post. So I have my Instagram captions set up already and it's saved in my phone, in my notes. Um, so the bottom part of my caption is always the same because I always include my discount code for Get Suckered and I always now include my YouTube channel. So I utilize um, that that system. Like I utilize my notes every single time I go in and I just copy and paste that because I'm using the same thing in every single um, caption. But also I use the same hashtags pretty much on each post because I've researched these hashtags and they have really been helping me out when it comes to being more discoverable or popping up on people's explore page. Or you guys know like people follow hashtags now. So if you're posting with a certain hashtag, you might show up on people's timelines. If they follow that hashtag, they don't even have to be following your account personally, but you still might pop up on their feed. Um, so I use pretty much the same hashtags in every single post. And then all I have to do is just like type up whatever the caption is, like depending on what I'm posting, I'll say a little bit of something, something, and then I'll just post um, the rest of my caption, I'll just paste it from my notes. I'll copy it and paste it. And then that's my caption. So every single post is going to have my, um, my hashtags in there. It's going to have my get sucker discount in there. It's going to have my YouTube channel in there. It's going to have all that stuff in there. It's going to have the, Oh, if you're seeing this, Oh, what, what do I say for more follow at underscore smudge cosmetics? You know, if people see it on the explore page, you want to give them, um, a call to action, like follow me, follow me here, follow me there, do this, do that. Call to actions are super important on social media as well. Um, but yeah, same 30 hashtags usually, depending on what I'm posting, I might switch up one or two of the hashtags. But overall, I have found out that these pretty much work really good for my content overall, like overarching. So I don't really have to go in and really change a lot of things if I'm not posting something that's completely different. Um, but either way, you need to have 30 hashtags. And sometimes 
No, not sometimes, all the times. It's hard to remember 30 hashtags when you're trying to post. So that's why I recommend just saving them in your notes so that you can just copy and paste them. Do not skip this step, okay? You need to have hashtags on every single post so that people can potentially be seeing your posts. Like it can be more discoverable. Um, and then when you're researching and planning your hashtags, when you're first starting out, I would recommend to not use all really large hashtags. Like the large ones are gonna have a lot of posts on them. Um, I like to mix it up, like mix some small and some large, because if you're only doing all large ones, it's going to be even harder for people to really see you when they're searching that hashtag because there's so many posts under it. Um, so try to mix it up. Um, and then once you post your content to your feed with your hashtags and everything, the next step is to post to your story. You need to share the same post that you just posted to your feed to your story. When you're first starting out and you're trying to get more eyes on your stuff, that is how you need to do it. Like I said, with the algorithm, sometimes everyone isn't going to see all of your feed posts, but a lot of the times more people will always see your story posts. So you need to be sharing that same post, like get more eyes on it. Because once people start watching your story, you know, like on Instagram, it shows you those same few people that you watch every single time, those will always pop up. So I, I find that a lot of people will always see my story, but they might not always see my feed post. So when you go to share that same post to your story, you can add the stickers. Like, you know, when you swipe up on the story, you can add stickers like tap here, or you can do new posts, or you can do check this out or something like that to get people's attention when they click on your story. Um, and then they can easily just tap on the post and go to check it out. So that will really help you to make sure that more people can see it and more people can interact with that feed post, especially if they didn't see it on your feed, on their feed, like when they were scrolling through. Um, also promote engagement. So in your photo captions on your feed posts, you can ask a question and tell people to answer the question in the comments or um, on your story. Once you share that post to your story, you can then, you know, put the stickers and everything, but also tell them, hey, leave a comment on this post. So you just have to make sure that on social media, you're letting people know what you want them to do, whether you want them to comment on it, whether you want them to share it, whether you want them to like it, you really kind of have to do those call to actions and let them know what you want them to do. Um, also, you know, you can definitely utilize Instagram ads if that's something that you're interested in. It's not something that I do frequently. Um, and you kind of do have to do them frequently so that Instagram can continue to learn each time about who you really want to target and who they should serve those ads to. Um, so I've heard like from other people that have been doing it that you should run the ads for at least a month so that, you know, Instagram can learn along the way. And by the time a whole month has passed, then at that point, they kind of have like a good sense um, or a better sense of who you actually, actually want to target. I know you can put in like all the funnels and everything, but sometimes it can still be way off. So by the end of the month, they should have a better understanding of who you want to target and who they should serve the ad to. And then you might start to see some actual results. Um, I've only ran ads a few times and I have noticed that the views and the likes would go up on the post, but I'm not really sure if it was actually bringing in sales. Like I wasn't seeing anything crazy different when it came to sales. So Instagram ads are just something that you have to constantly research because you know, this algorithm is crazy and they have like, 
all this information about how you can choose your funnels and who you want to target and how to give Instagram like all the information that you need to. And then when you're running ads, you have to make sure that content that you're sponsoring is good content that's actually going to catch somebody's attention by the time they see it pop up as a sponsored post on their feed. You got to have those call to actions. You got to have something that's eye-catching, something that is going to grab them like, oh my God, I need to click on this. So that's a whole different thing. Really got to do that research separately. It's not really something that I have been doing a lot. I've just been trying to build my Instagram without running so many ads, but that's totally a personal preference for sure. Um, but the next step to being active and consistent on Instagram is to also be on your Instagram stories too. So I know it can be a lot, like you have to go from posting to your feed and then you have to post to your stories, but you really just got to learn how to balance everything out. So I also have a separate note in my phone with my story hashtags as well. So I copy and paste those from my notes and I post them on every single story. Um, and all I do is like I make the font super small and then I just slide them all the way down on the screen to the point where you can't see them. Like it's still there. It's not in the trash. Make sure that it doesn't go in the trash. It's still on the post, but you just can't see them on the screen. So no one will ever know that I'm using um, hashtags on my story posts, but I literally do it every single time. Um, and what this does is it increases your chance to pop up on someone's explore page because now story posts are popping up on people's explore pages as well. So if it's something that looks interesting right away, they will most definitely click on it, especially if it's a video and it looks interesting, they're going to click on it. So you need to be putting hashtags on your stories and you need to be putting hashtags on your feed as well. Now for my story, um, I believe I post 10 hashtags to my story. So I don't know if that's the limit. I think that might be the limit. You know, Instagram limits how many hashtags you can use, but I'm for sure it's 30 on the feed post and I think it's 10 on the story. Um, but you can utilize your story for a lot of different things. So another thing that you can do is um, add a location to your story post. So I learned this recently, like I had no idea that that even made a difference, but I always do this now because I realize that sometimes more people will see your post if it's tagged to a certain location or a certain city. So it can literally just be the city that you're in or even like the city that you're trying to reach or target. But I just add Atlanta, Georgia, like the, I click on, I swipe up and I click on location. I add Atlanta, Georgia, and I just pull that all the way down to the bottom of the screen as well um, so that you can't see it. But I put that on every single story now and I think that it's actually kind of helping out. Um, I don't recommend, you know, putting your personal address or anything like any address that you want to keep private. Obviously don't do that. Even though people can't see it still, just don't do it. But put the city, like put your city or a city that you think is super popular for the products that you're trying to sell and see how that goes. I mean, it's just trial and error with this social media thing. So, I mean, it can't hurt to try for sure. Um, Another thing that you can do to boost your engagement is polls, you guys. Do polls. I promise you. The concept of the polls are amazing. You ask a question and people have to select an answer. And it's almost like second nature. Like people respond. Like they read it in their head and then they respond because it's like second nature. Like someone's asking them a question. It's almost like as if someone was talking to them in real life and then asked them a question and gave them options and then they just gave their answer. So 
I think it's super easy to get engagement and they just click right away. Like every time I do a poll, like people engage with it. So I would definitely say to utilize polls. And some of my friends who have um, small businesses as well, they said that when they include polls on their stories, that more people see their stories than when they don't do polls, which is kind of crazy to me. Um, I haven't experienced that personally, but I would definitely recommend trying to use polls to boost your engagement and just see, like pay close attention to the things that you're doing. That's also another tip. Like whenever you implement something new on social media, or if you're trying a new tactic when it comes to your posting, take note of it. Like remember what you're doing because it might blow up. Like that might be the one thing that actually works and you want to remember exactly what you did so that you can keep doing it. Um, but yeah, polls are great. I have a great time with the polls. I love seeing everyone's responses and everything. Um, also use the question box as well. Ask your followers questions or get feedback from them or whatever the case may be. Like people like to feel included. And this is also boosting engagement, like getting more responses and then you can share those responses to your story and then people see that you're sharing them to your story. So now they want to go and put in a response. So definitely, definitely utilize polls and the question box for sure. And then if you're anything like me and you have a lot of different things going on, like different days that you're posting stuff or different days that you're launching stuff or whatever, utilize countdowns as well. I love seeing all the notifications that my followers are turning on their countdown reminders for one of my countdowns that I posted. Like people will see your story and then they can totally forget about whatever you said is happening. But if they went that extra mile to turn on that notification, once they see that notification, they instantly remember and then they rush over to see like what it was or what was the announcement or they go watch the new video or whatever. So that has really been helping me out a lot doing the countdowns, whether it's for the podcast or a new episode of And Then There Was Smudge or I'm launching a new collection or when it was my anniversary, I was like posting the countdown a lot frequently back then. Um, so yeah. Utilize the countdowns. Another thing that you need to do, you guys, is go live, okay? People love joining live videos. People want to see you in as much, as in as much of real life as possible. Like, they want to see you. They want to know what you're doing. They want to know what you really look like in your day-to-day -day life. So make sure you're going live, okay? Use Instagram Live to your advantage. So a little story time for me. I follow a hairstylist here in Atlanta. His name is Alonzo Arnold. And y'all probably know him um, if you're like on social media or whatever and you're into stuff like that. But Alonzo, I met Alonzo before he was even popping like this. And it was so amazing to just kind of see like his growth all happen. But Alonzo literally will be on Instagram live, right? And he'll be making his wigs or he'll be cutting a wig or curling the wigs or whatever. And then all of a sudden, like while you're watching the live, you'll hear a little ding because like he's getting orders and he's like, oh, an order just came in. Oh, another order just came in. Oh, another order just came in. Like he'll literally just sit on live while he's doing his wigs or whatever. And orders would just be coming in and coming in and coming in. So People had the opportunity to see a little bit of the process behind the scenes and they tapped in instantly and made a purchase. And these are not small purchases, y'all. Like these wigs are like thousands and thousands of dollars. So this is not just like, a, oh, let me run over here and do this. This is like, this is an investment. Okay. So utilize IG live. It's the same 
for us. So you can go on Instagram live and you can give incentives for the people that are in that live with you. So you can go on there and be like, Hey, if you purchase during this live, I'll throw in a free gift for you. Or, Hey, I'm about to give y'all an exclusive discount code. That's only valid for y'all. And it's only going to be valid during this live. So you need to run over here and make your purchase something like that. Like make people want to shop. People love feeling exclusive and they love feeling like they are getting a deal. So if they feel like, oh, I just joined you on Instagram live and now I get a whole discount. What? Like, let me go shop right now. That's how people's mindset work. People always want to save money, period. So utilize Instagram live to your advantage. And then another huge thing when it comes to social media, I'm just now learning this now is to use Instagram filters. So Instagram likes when you use their stuff. So if you use the filter in a story post or a feed post, plus your hashtags on both of those things, Instagram is most likely going to serve that post to more people. Like they see, oh, you're using hashtags and you're using Instagram filter. We're going to promote this post a little bit harder. Um, so I have definitely seen this in my own post right now. Um, Y'all have been seeing me using these little sparkle filters right now. Um, And I would have never done anything like this in the past. Like I was not the kind of person like, oh, let's do filters. Oh, let's do sparkles. Oh, let's do this. Oh, let's do that. But now I'm really seeing that it's actually working. So what I like to do right now is I will record the videos on my story with the filter and then I'll save the video to my phone. And then from my phone, I will post it to my feed. So the first thing that I like about certain filters on Instagram is that it automatically like blurs out people's addresses and stuff and their names on the packages or on the shipping label. So I can create more content now showing you guys like, oh, this is how many orders I'm shipping out right now. Or, oh, this is how many shipping labels I'm printing out right now without exposing anyone's information. It was a little bit tricky to get like a good picture that was like up close, but not too zoomed in to the point where you can see everything, but you can't see people's information because you know, the camera quality is good. So even if you're a little bit far away, you can still zoom in on the thing and you'll still see people's names and addresses and stuff like that. So that's why I wasn't really into posting those kind of things. Like maybe I'll post when I was at the post office or if I was posting that kind of content, I had everything like flipped over or I had stuff covering up people's addresses. Cause I didn't really want to take the time to go in and like edit pictures and blur things out or whatever. But the IG filters are doing great at diminishing the quality just enough. <laughs> you would think that you would never want Instagram to diminish the quality, but it does. Even with your normal pictures, when you post it, it's just not the same quality as like the raw files that you would have on your computer. But the filters diminish the quality just enough to where you can still see what's going on and you understand what's going on, but you cannot zoom in and read anyone's information. Like I was trying that thing out. I was like, listen, I need to zoom in on this and I need to make sure that you cannot see this person's address on any of this stuff. Um, so that's the first reason why I really like the Instagram filters. They're cute. Obviously they're fun to look at, but you can't really see anyone's information. But then also it actually works, you guys. Like my posts that I have been posting with these filters right now have been getting way more views. They've been getting way more likes. So I think that it's a proven fact. I mean, it just sounds correct. Like Instagram would obviously want to promote things that they have within their app. So utilize filters here and there, you know, don't overdo it and don't always put filters on things where people really need to see the true colors of it. So I wouldn't like always show glosses with filters or always show your eyeshadows with filters. Like I love the way cloud nine looks with the filter. I love the way the swatches looks with my favorite filter, but 
I also have other content up that's like no filter so that people can actually see what the product looks like because people need to know what it actually looks like in real life as close to real life as possible. Another tip that I have now that Instagram has reels, we need to use them, okay? A lot of us were already on TikTok prior to these whole reels coming out. So go ahead and save those TikToks to your phone and post them to Instagram. I have seen so many people posting their TikToks to Instagram and you can use more hashtags on Instagram. So that's just allowing more people to see your posts. And then since reels are kind of still like a new thing right now, I just feel like Instagram is serving them to more people. Like everyone's reels right now are popping. Everyone's reels right now have views and likes and everything, at least that I've seen from the people that I'm following that are actually posting quality content. Um, their reels are popping, like they're popping off. So make sure you hop on that wave. I mean, I was already kind of like posting my TikToks to my Instagram feed. I've never tried to post them as a reel, but I have seen some people doing that. So I'm like, mm, I need to try that out one time and see how that goes. Um, but y'all know Instagram had to come with the reels. They was like, oh, TikTok is not about to steal the shine over here. Okay. We're going to do something similar so that we can keep these people interested over here too. So Try that out as well. Um, and obviously you guys know, like when it comes to all these tips and things that I'm saying, you really do have to make sure that you're also creating quality content because you can be doing all of this stuff. You can be posting consistently. You can be using all your hashtags. You can be sharing it to your story, doing this, doing that. But if the picture is still blurry, like if you did not get past the first few steps when it came to the content, it's still not going to work. Like it has to be eye catching. It has to be something that people enjoy looking at. And it's honestly really not hard at all. Um, another tip that I can give you is to create little sets. That's what I like to do when me and Devin are in the studio. I'm like, okay, so we have the paper here, but what else can I bring into this photo to make it a little bit more interesting? Oh, maybe I'll bring my sunflower over here. Like I love sunflowers. So I just feel like, okay, yeah, we're doing a fall collection. This is like that nice burnt orange paper. I think the sunflower will really pop on this. So I brought my sunflower into the frame. How hard was that y'all? Like it was so easy to just bring one extra element into the picture to make it look a little bit more interesting and a little bit more fun. Um, so it's really not hard. I promise you, it's just all about trial and error. Like you can try different things, whether you want to bring other kind of flowers, rose petals or any other flower petals or little jewels and beads or, you know, anything you can try a whole bunch of different things. The most important thing that you want to make sure that you're not doing is making the background too busy because that is when it's not good anymore. Like if I can't tell what the focus of the photo is, then that's an issue. So play around with it. Creating content is really fun for me, I guess, because that's my life. But I have a lot of fun with just kind of trying to push myself to the next level. How can this product shoot be better than the last one? How can we make these look better than the first ones, you know? So that's just another tip that I can give you guys. But notice that during this podcast, you did not hear me say anything. You did not hear me say anything about commenting on other people's posts and asking their followers to follow you and shop with you. You didn't hear me say that. Notice that you didn't hear me say to DM every single person that you are following and ask them to purchase from you. Hmm. I did not say to tag a bunch of random other businesses in all of your posts on Instagram. I did not say to comment a million times asking people for a follow back. I did not say comment a million times asking, can we do shout out for shout out? 
I did not say to DM all of these people and create this long caption about, oh, we're doing a follow train. All you have to do is follow all of the people that are listed below and all of those people are going to follow you back. And oh my God, notice that you did not hear me saying any of these things, okay? All of these things are called spam for me. If you're commenting something multiple times on multiple different, like if you're copying and pasting, you're commenting the same thing on multiple different pictures and videos and everything, that is spam. If you're DMing me every single day like clockwork, that is spam, okay? And it's honestly annoying. I hate when people promote themselves in my comments. I hate when people DM me every single day asking me to purchase something. I hate being tagged in posts that have absolutely nothing to do with me. This is not helping you. Let me say that again. These things are not helping you, okay? Quite frankly, these things are getting you blocked, okay? <laughs> I'm removing your comment and I'm reporting it as spam. I'm leaving your DM on scene if I even had the chance to open it because y'all know my DMs get crazy. Sometimes I don't even see it. I try to go through them all, but I know I have missed a few in the past, but I'm going to be removing all of this. I'm also going to remove myself from any of the posts that I'm tagged in that don't have anything to do with me. So please do not do any of these things. I know that you guys are innocent children. You guys are sweet. Some of you are grown, but some of you, most of you are children. Um, you guys are just trying to promote your business the best way you know how, but let me tell you that is not the way to do it because after a while, it's just like, okay, well, this person maybe one day could have been a potential customer, but now they're blocking you because they don't want to see your DMs anymore. They don't want to see you commenting on their pictures anymore a million times again. Like they don't want any of that. And also like if I'm running a business, why would you as another business come and comment on my picture asking me to purchase from you or in my DMs asking me to purchase from you? I run a business and most of the time it's the same business that you're running. It's the same kind of business. So I don't know how that ever made sense to like DM other business owners thinking that they need to buy from another business. Cause to be honest, you really don't like, it's cool to support small businesses. It's cool if you have a business and you still support other small businesses that are the same business as you, but that's not an obligation for everybody. So I just feel like don't do it. <laughs> I feel like you shouldn't do it because a lot of people just get really annoyed and you don't want that. You do not want people blocking you. You do not want people repeatedly reporting you or your comment for spam or anything like that. So you need to stop making excuses. That's what you need to do and stop being lazy and put in the work to build your own platform. Okay. Others people's, other people's audiences are not your audience. Like those people might not be the same people that you want to attract. Um, and you just don't want to seem like you're begging for people to follow you or begging for people to shop with you. Like you just don't want to seem like that. So I want you guys to understand and know that what is for you will be for you. And it's not going to miss you. I promise it's not. I say this all the time, but what is meant for you is not going to pass you, okay? It's going to come to you and it's going to come when it is supposed to come. So I tried to honestly just let everything play out. Like I don't want to question the timing of anything because I know that everything happens for a reason. Everything happens when it is supposed to happen. And that's just that on that. So overall, as a recap, 
Utilize social media to your advantage. This is a free platform for you to use and you are in control of how much or how little that you post. So if it's free and you can be on here and you can sell your products on here, you need to be posting consistently. You need to be posting quality content consistently. You need to learn all those tips and tricks, try to implement those things. And then you need to just always be working on building your own stuff up. Like I said, this is just, it's just something about spending so many time, so many hours, like so much time, so many hours on actually building an Instagram, like really studying and trial and error and just doing all these things for people to feel like they can just come on over here and try to promote themselves on this platform that you have been building for months. Like that is so rude. Like I cannot say it any other way. It's just rude and it's just not helpful for you at all. So that's the end of our topic, y'all. I hope that that was helpful. Okay. I hope that you took some notes and hopefully you start to utilize some of the tips and tricks that I have talked about today. I just really want to see everybody at the top. Like I really want to see everybody win. I am still like nowhere near where I want to be at. So I'm still consistently doing these things every single day. Like I said, these are all things that I'm doing in my daily life when it comes to even still trying to grow my Instagram. But I feel like these things are even more crucial now. Like if you're just starting, you need to be doing these things for sure. So I hope you guys enjoyed this topic. It has been highly requested. You guys voted for this one because I did a poll. Wink, 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 wink. <laughs> I did a poll. That was an ugly wink. Oh my God. I did a poll on my Instagram story and asked you guys, hey, what topic do you want to hear first, A or B? And you guys voted to hear this topic first. So look, I am practicing what I'm preaching. I did an IG poll and here we are. So thank you for tuning in. Let's go ahead and get into a few questions from the squad. And I know my tea is cold by now because I talked too much and forgot to drink it. Tragic. Mm. Got a full cup over there, man. A full cup. Did not even take a break to take a sip, but it's okay. Cool. So got a couple questions. Um, the first one is, did you save money to, to make bulk purchases to start your business? Um, yes. I mean, I didn't really plan it, you know, like I felt like I wanted to do something, but I did not have it in my plans to really start my business when I started it. Like when I started the process of actually like being serious about it and actually purchasing things. So it just so happened that I did have a nice amount of money saved up to where I could go ahead and start purchasing things. So Yes, but no. Like I had money already saved, but I didn't really plan that to go like that, if that makes sense. But ooh, excuse me, the tea. Oh my goodness. Listen, if you're gonna start a business, you definitely need to have money saved because you definitely want to buy things in bulk as much as you possibly can. Um, because it's just gonna be cheaper that way per product. It's gonna be better in the long run. So I always tell people, you know, you can totally, you can start a business with a small amount of money, but I would still recommend having money saved up because um, it was just, it was just a lot easier that way. Um, if you guys are watching my docu-series, which you should be watching, and then there was Smudge on my YouTube channel, you will see in my last episode that I'm unboxing a lot of stuff for my business and a lot of stuff that I purchased, I did not use right away. Some of the stuff I did not use at all. Like it was stuff that couldn't be returned. It was stuff that when I saw the picture, I thought that I was going to like it. And then once I got it in person and tried to use it or whatever, there was like 
one reason or another why I did not want to use it. So a lot of that stuff didn't get used. And that's just the beauty of having a business. Everything is trial and error. So you definitely want to make sure you have a little bit of money saved up so that you can account for things like that. You can account for things going wrong. You can get all of the stuff that you need to get. So if money is the issue, I would definitely say to wait because you really want to have everything kind of solid before you just jump into a business. Cool. The next question is, how long did it take you to grow your social media? Um. Well, if we're talking about Instagram, it took me, I mean, I, <laughs> I started my business a year ago last year, November. And it took me a really long time in the beginning to really grow a following. And that was kind of frustrating at the beginning because I was just like, wow, you know, people are telling me that they love the product and I don't have that many eyes on what I'm doing. So I was a little frustrated at the beginning, but you know, you really can't rush the process because when the followers were meant to come, they started coming for real. Um, I want to say at least it took me at least six months. Like I didn't, I don't think I had a thousand followers within the first six months. Cause I think it was closer to, well, I don't really remember. I just know like it wasn't until March that things really started to pick up for me, but I didn't hit like 10 K or anything until recently. Like now we're at 13 K. So it's been taking me this whole time pretty much. Like it's not an overnight type of thing at all. Um, that's for my Instagram now for my YouTube channel, that has been a like a work in progress. Um, I started my YouTube channel in 2015 and now we're like heading into 2021 and you know, I'm just now about to hit 20,000 subscribers on YouTube, but I'm actually being more consistent with it now. So that's the reason why I'm growing. I'm growing because I'm being consistent and I'm growing because I'm actually, you know, talking about things that people are interested in and I'm sharing my life and my experiences and people are interested in seeing that. So I wouldn't say that it's taken me the full five years or six years now to really grow my YouTube channel because I was not being consistent the whole time. So it's really about how much work you're putting into it, how long it's going to take you to get to where you need to go. Like I've always been consistent on Smudge. So I got to 13K in less than a year, you know? So that was amazing for me. Um, but yeah, you know, it takes time to grow your social media. And I purposely didn't talk about YouTube in this episode because I just feel like a lot of people don't really have YouTube channels that are running businesses that are following me. But I also am not encouraging anyone to like go out and start a YouTube channel thinking that you can sell your products on YouTube because YouTube right now is really helping me when it comes to getting more eyes on my stuff, getting more followers, getting more sales. But that's because I have this platform that I've been working on for a while, you know, and that's because I'm really passionate about being on YouTube. If you're not passionate about being on YouTube, you're not going to be able to be on YouTube because it's very time consuming. So I wouldn't recommend, you know, going out and starting a YouTube channel unless it's something that you want to do. And that's why we didn't talk about that today. But yeah, it takes time to grow your social media. Like this stuff does not grow overnight for everybody. Some people get lucky. Some people are, you know, overnight success, but you don't want that. Cause a lot of times by the end or not even the end, like midway through these people are struggling now cause they're trying to figure out, okay, now what, once the hype dies down, then what, you know? So I have really just prided myself in growing all of my platforms from the ground up. I didn't really get help 
from many people. Like I didn't have people out here shouting me out all the time. I wasn't like purchasing promos from all these people. I wasn't trying to get in the shade room. You know, like I wasn't doing all kind of stuff like that. I've just been really trying to learn how to actually grow my social media myself. So, you know, that's that's my tea on growing. Now, you know, you have all of these influencers out here like myself that are doing small business promos. We're like doing things like that to help other small businesses to get in front of other audiences. So the times are just different now because I didn't know that all this stuff was really a thing. Um, but yeah, you know, I did purchase a few promos in the beginning, but not a lot. And it took me all this time. Like I'm still growing my social media. I'm still not where I want to be, y'all. We got we got a ways to go. Once we hit 20K on Instagram, it's a wrap. It's only up from there. 100K. A million. We're trying to get up. We're trying to get these numbers up. Period. Period. And the next question is, um, do followers matter? And do followers matter? I mean, they do matter. We need them. <laughs> we need them. Yeah. I mean, followers definitely matter because you got to sell to somebody, right? Now, do followers equal sales? We kind of touched on that in one of the previous episodes. I I have mixed feelings about that. I don't think followers always equate to sales because people will have millions and billions of followers and I'm like okay but are every single one of those people purchasing from that company I don't think so so I think that a lot of the times we have a lot of followers it helps you out a lot for those people that want to get on the bandwagon effect like if they see that something is super popular they want in on it they want to know more about it um so it could be helpful in that sense also followers is amazing for If you're trying to be a content creator, when brands are reaching out to you, they're looking at how many followers you have. Sometimes they're looking at engagement. Um, So having a lot of followers and having no engagement for me is not good. Like I would rather have less followers, more engagement. I would rather have more likes and more comments versus more followers because the engagement is what is actually important sometimes. Um, But yeah. I don't know. Followers are definitely important. We definitely need to have a support system on our social media platforms, but I don't think it always equates to sales or I don't think that followers always equates to success, you know? Gotcha. The next question is, what's the proper way to reach out to someone that you want to collaborate with? Oh my goodness. DM me for a collab. (laughs) DM me for a collab, people, okay? Promise. No. Please do not comment on people's posts. I guess it's like a bunch of bots or spam or whatever, but the DM us for a collab or DM makeup fame or DM this or DM that is so aggravating. That is not the way to secure a collaboration, a sponsorship, a promotion, none of it, okay? Please send me an email. Most content creators are going to have their contact information in their bio. So if you want to reach out to them, you can easily just see what they prefer. But 99.9% out of the time, it's going to be by email. Their email is going to be listed and you need to send a very nice, very professional email with all of the information because the emails that I'll be seeing in my email is just like, I like that you took 
the time to send me an email, but you do not provide enough information for me to make a decision. You know, it's not selling me. It's not, I just feel like if it was a real opportunity that the company would be providing all of the necessary information, they would not be leaving really anything out. If you have a question, cool, but mainly all of the basic information is going to be there. So you need to make sure that you, you know, type up these emails and include all the information that you need and make it sound very professional because sometimes creators be feeling like it's spam. Like, you know, we'd be nervous to really take certain stuff. So definitely please don't DM me. Um, I've had a lot of people DM me and then I'm like, Hey, please send me an email. And then I never get an email. That's how I know that you're not serious. And that's how I know that I'm never going to work with you. Like, no, (laughs) absolutely not. Okay. So definitely email is the proper way. A professional email with all the info for me, please. I don't know how other, well, I know how the people around me feel about it. They want an email. I don't know about other people out there, but the people around me, we want emails. The people that I follow, they want emails. So yeah, email me, please. Got you. So those are all the questions for today. All right. Well, thank you all so much for tuning in. Thank you for sending in your questions as well. Always have the email listed down below for you to send in your questions. It's hello, it's me, Nicole at gmail.com if you want me or me and Devin. Devin be answering questions too. If you want us to answer any of your questions on the show, you can just go ahead and send an email, not a DM, send an email. <laughs> send an email over and we will feature the questions in the show. Most of the time we like to go in and, you know, pick which ones we want to talk about. So that information is always down below. Be sure to follow me and Devin on all of our social media platforms. I will have all of our information down below as well. Shop the Smudge Cosmetics Hello It's Me again collection. I'm so excited about it, you guys. Shop these $1 glosses until they sell out cuz once they sell out, even when I restock them, they're not going to be um they're not going to be a dollar anymore. So make sure you go ahead and take advantage. Shop Crochet by K Shags and sweaters as well. And if you are watching this on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, give this video a thumbs up and follow me on all of the podcast platforms. Go ahead over to Apple Podcasts, leave me a five-star rating and a review. I love you all so much and I will catch you in episode 13. 